0: The Arizona Cardinals 2023 season through projections and simulation. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter. Clancy's corner of all the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Voluntary OTAs still in full swing. Buda Baker and DeAndre Hopkins still don't know if they're going to be Cardinals next year. And There just continues to be these articles put out that I love. We're starting to get towards list season. We're not in full force. This isn't June. It's not July. You know, it's it's nothing like that. But you're starting to see little little sprinkles of articles. And it's fantastic. You're going to see during the summer, I'm just going to scour the internet from any reputable source and see a list and talk about it. It's going to be fascinating. It's going to be great. And probably a spoiler alert, not going to be many great ones about the Cardinals, but it's going to add texture and it's going to really kind of position us as we're experiencing what's happening with the Cardinals in the full-on transformation with the national media thing just expect the Cardinals to be between 30th and 32nd in most categories and most lists as it opposed, you know, as a, you know, uh, unless it's who's going to get the first overall pick in the 2024 draft. I'm assuming the Cardinals will be towards the top of that. Now with that ESPN ran some sort of simulation, you know uh, projection, something like that, that I'm going to discuss. Okay espn's fpi i'm going to discuss that in just a sec pro football focus simulated the 2023 nfl season where the cardinals stack up it's probably in line with the first segment and then i kind of want to talk about you know just Baker and deandre hopkins it's a daily conversation that needs to be discussed and i'll rip that in the in, in the third segment again thanks for hanging out please go YouTube, like, subscribe. I want to hit 3,000 subscribers before the start of the 2023 season. We're well on our way. Um, And, yeah, thanks for hanging out every day. This is your first listen. Thank you if you've been with me since 2017. Thank you as well. Here we go. The Cardinals are projected to have the number one and number two pick in the 2024 NFL Draft. The Arizona Cardinals are projected to have the number one and number two overall pick in the 2024 NFL Draft, according to ESPN's FPI. They've got an 18% chance to have the number one pick And Houston has a 13% chance to have the number one pick. So, this is just a reminder that while right now is kind of clunky, murky, full of unknown and uncertainty, What lies in the future is excitement and opportunity. And with what's been going on with this organization over the last handful of years, let's just, you know, we can segment that part off without going down a rabbit hole. I've mentioned a lot on this podcast that what the Cardinals haven't had has been opportunity, has been possibility, because the restrictor plate has been was on this organization. And yes, Michael Bidwell is still the owner. He is what he is. What can be controlled from him down, though, Monty Austin Ford down, is what's truly going to make the change in this organization. Now, the Cardinals had the three overall pick, wheeled and dealed, got their potential left tackle for the future in Paris Johnson Jr., got a number one from Houston because they wanted Will Anderson real bad after drafting CJ Stroud. And what the Cardinals have right now is potentially the best and most potent leverage any team has ever had in the history of football, let alone potentially sports. If they were to truly have the number one and number two overall picks next season. Not just because they'd have the top two choices, but because of how deep and top heavy that draft is. It can be both. Top heavy usually is correlative towards a quarterback position in this day and age over the last decade or whatever. But not only are there one. Not only is there one quarterback prospect that can be transcendent, there are potentially two in Caleb Williams and Drake May. So, yes, while 2023 may be bleak, while 2023 may not be the most fun to experience, the Consolation Prize is potentially the greatest amount of draft capital ever acquired by one team in one draft in the history of the sport of football. And if that doesn't juicy up a little bit, go watch the Care Bears. Like, I don't, Care Bears? I don't know what will make you happy. Go eat some Sour Patch Kids. Like, I don't know what's going to make you happier than that. I don't even know if Sour Patch Kids would even touch a, you know, light to that. If the Cardinals do, in fact, finish with the worst record in the NFL this season, which is, uh, there's a lot of things predicated upon that. Every year, there's a team that wins a handful of games more than people expected them to. That could very well be the Cardinals. And if the Cardinals get two top seven picks next year, it's still a massive thing for the organization. Like, if they don't, like, say, say Kyler Murray comes back in week three and they win seven games this year. Would you rather have that the number one overall pick? Probably not. But also, would you rather be able to see Kyler Murray play football? Because the conversation is going to be happening. I'm not going to have it yet. And I'm not, the yet is like in parentheses. I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to do the Caleb Williams or Kyler Murphy. I'm not going to do it. It's completely unnecessary at this point. But I'd rather see Kyler Murray play and play well regardless of the win loss record and understand that he is the quarterback for the future and then be able to position yourself for success instead of him you know being out for 10 weeks them starting two and eight and the season being lost maybe winning three three or four games total it's like I don't know I mean it's a catch-22 but as we're looking into this and I'll remind people a lot throughout this entire offseason that the Cardinals could position themselves in 2024 for the greatest draft capital hall in the history of sports. Yes. Even more than the Herschel Walker trade. Alex he locked on Cardinals. So uh, pro football focus did a simulation. I kind of Tarantino this podcast. I gave you the ending. And then I'm going to tell you how the sausage is made as it were. Locked on Cardinals. That's next. FanDuel, so here's the thing. Uh, this episode of Lockdown Cardinals is brought to you by FanDuel. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs. Because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. And you know what? There's plenty of other sports to go wager on. If you want to wait until game five of the uh, of the NBA playoffs. Same game parlays. It's one game. Take five bucks, take seven bucks, take 10 bucks, and just hammer down three, four, five, six, seven different stats, whether they go over or under. If you hit them all, strike huge. But remember, if this is, you know, your first time over there at the great FanDuel, new customers get a no-sweat first bet. Up to a thousand bucks that's a thousand dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win there's no better place to bet all the playoff action than america's number one sports bet. visit fanduelcom slash locked on and get a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars that's fandu.com slash locked on fandu official sports betting partner of you guessed it the nba If the projections are right, and obviously, you know, draft order isn't determined on paper, but if that were to be true, where the Cardinals have two bites of the apple, the number one overall pick, and number two overall pick, as it were, with the likes of Caleb Williams, Drake May, Marvin Harrison Jr., you could see a situation where the Cardinals could get three first-round picks for the number one pick, three first-round picks for the number two overall pick, still be able to draft Marvin Harrison, still get a left tackle or edge rusher for the future, and be set up for the next three seasons with an extra first-round pick. Or they could package those picks and trade for a star. Like, what it does is, what Monty Austin for did this offseason was, give the Arizona Cardinals the opportunity for greatness the opportunity whereas the past regime didn't it was how do i save my job this year it's a very different outlook very clear eyes full hearts can't lose for an eyesight i probably should watch it again i love that show so pro football focus did their part with the arizona cardinals 2023 season and this is ugly okay So this is actually pretty cool. So they simulated every game and. Starts out with the Cardinals going 0-7. Losing at Washington at home against the Giants, at home against Dallas, on the road against the 49ers, at home against Cincinnati, on the road against the Rams, and on the road against Seattle. Their first win is at home against the Ravens in week eight. And then they go. Lose to Cleveland on the road, lose to the Falcons at home, lose to the Texans on the road, lose to the Raiders at home, or the Rams at home, lose to the Steelers on the road. You know, then they have their bye. Then lose to the 49ers at home, beat the Bears on the road in week 16, lose to the Phillies, or the Phillies, the Eagles on the road, and then beat Seattle at home in week 18 for a three-win season. Now there were some one uh one score losses throughout this. And uh, you know, it's just something that and, and I do want to give credit to uh to Donnie Druin for putting this out on Fan Nation, just writing it out because I, I I saw it, but I, I needed a clear picture. And thank you, Donnie, for putting that out. I wanted to give you credit. That's what it could look like, especially if Kyler Murray misses time early. Now, if Clayton Toon comes out and he's going to be an all-world quarterback, we can have a very different conversation. Um, But that's a very clear indicator of what next year could be. And I wanted to take this segment to remind people, because I'm going to be talking about a lot of certain, a lot of themes this offseason the possibilities and opportunities that are now available for the Arizona Cardinals organization now that Steve Keim is gone, now that Cliff Kingsbury is gone, even though Michael Bidwell is here, it's Montiel's and Fort down, that's what can be controlled, and that's what can be, you know, the the cauldron that all these opportunities and possibilities are bred from, okay? That's one. Number two, going into the 2023 season, you cannot look at the win-loss record. Unless Kyler Murray plays week one, DeAndre Hopkins comes back, Buda Baker comes back, and You know, their defense isn't going to be great, but they have a good offense. Paris Johnson Jr. is going to play. Will Hernandez was fine last year. Kevin Beecham was fine. DJ Humphries is fine. James Conner's good. You know, like, they've got pieces. Like, if Kyler Murray comes back week one, this is a completely different conversation. But expecting him not to, you cannot look at the win-loss record in 2023. Look at the Detroit Lions as the model for the Arizona Cardinals for the next handful of years. The Lions went from probably the most dreadful organization in the history of football even worse than the Cardinals to the most fun team to watch in football, in my opinion, or one of them. And they play week one. They're the first televised, the first national game in 2023. After being a joke, trading Matthew Stafford, getting Jared Goff, them having a nice little fun run at the end of the year to last year, which was electric football. They can play defense worth a a lick, but electric offensive football. And there's vibrancy in that town in the motor city again. And that's what the Cardinals need. That's what the Cardinals need, because listen, I know that this is a Suns town and it's been a Suns town forever. Once the Cardinals get good with consistency and you start to see more Cardinals fans going to games instead of the road team, you start to see less people pointing out as this being the destination game that they go to from a cold weather place during the season and the Cardinals season ticket, you know, uh, buyers skyrockets and not just the prices while the while the you know, product goes down. This will be a Cardinals city. Football reigns supreme. So when you look at what's happened in Detroit, it's just a fascinating blueprint for what the Cardinals should be really roadmapping this out for. Draft well, sign good players, build a new culture that's fun for the players and not one where they get charged for water bottles. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. DeAndre Hopkins, Buda Baker, Let's do, a, let's do a pulse beat next. Alex Lancy, Locked on Cardinals. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on Easy Cards. Please go like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please turn the notifications on. Hit the like button. Leave a comment. Let's open the communication at Clancy's Corner again on Twitter. My DMs are open. Let's have a conversation. I like to converse with people. You don't have to follow me. I don't care. Follow me if you want. I, I, I don't care. It's more of a, you know, interactive thing. So we can, you know, we can chat about the Cardinals and hear some segments you want to talk about. Like during the summer, I'll always have things to talk about, but I would love, you know, give me, give me some topics that you want to hear about. I'd be happy, to, happy, happy, happy to take eight, nine, 10 minutes to talk about it on a podcast. DeAndre Hopkins, like, you know, Jody eller from Fox Sports 910 talked about this, um, I believe, yesterday on the show, and it was—it's an interesting topic. Like DeAndre Hopkins, like at this point, pick a side. Say I want out. If you want out, like playing the coy stuff, while like at this, you know, he said multiple times, you know, he wants to have a, a top-tier quarterback throwing in the ball with Kyler Murray bringing out, you know. He said something to the effect of I love Colt McCoy, but he's not an elite quarterback anymore. You know, whatever it was. Just say he wants out, say I want to say I want to be traded. Or say I'll stay if you pay me. Like make him making his thoughts known is a lot more productive than like the Buddha Baker situation. There's a lot more nuance to that, as I mentioned earlier this week. There's more nuance to it because he wants that second contract. He'll stay with the Cardinals. He likes being here by all accounts. But with DeAndre Hopkins, June 1st, what, a week away? They're going to have to make a decision at some point. And, you know, if the writing's on the wall now, maybe they can decide accordingly. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is a massive cap hit for teams that want to sign him. I mean, I know the Bills and the Chiefs, they don't have the Ravens, they don't have much cap space. So there's going to be some, you know, dipsy doodle and going to need to be done. And the Cardinals like, at this point, do you try and trade for him and get a fifth round pick? It's like, it's crazy to think that you're just going to let DeAndre Hopkins walk. But it seems like that's the case. If he doesn't want to come back, just be direct about it. He said, who said I wanted to leave? And then he's naming quarterbacks that he would go want to go play for. Like naming quarterbacks he want to go play for. He was asked by Brandon Marshall on the I Am Athlete podcast. He was asked by, I can't remember who was interviewing him about it, where he'd give the emoji for the quarterback that he want to play for, things like that. Like he didn't make this information like he didn't make a list on an Instagram story or something and then post it be cryptic about it he didn't do any of that I just think that at this point DeAndre Hopkins needs to say get me out of here or pay me to stay and if he says pay me to stay I'm keeping DeAndre Hopkins I know this is a rebuild I know that you can move the salary cap over to the next season which will give Cardinals more you know more bandwidth next year to sign players but DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best wide receivers in the league if you can keep him you keep him that's my thought at least. And extend Buda Baker tomorrow. Thanks, Monty. Lockdown Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.